This is the CNY Hoops Nation podcast on FingerLakes1.com. Hello, Hoops Nations fans. You're listening to the CNY Hoops Nation podcast on FingerLakes1.com. I'm Coach Wilt, and with today's show, we got a little fun-packed show with a lot of information and stuff we're going to get through here. We're going to go through the past week in review. Um, We're going to go over our standings. We're going to select a player of the week with a live interview. And we are also going to go over the upcoming schedule and select our game of the week. And we're going to release our first ever Hoops Nation's power rankings. I hope you uh, are ready for a good show and look forward to uh, a lot of fun here and doing our first ever interview. That's exciting as well. But as for our week in review, Monday, January 20th, Fabius Pompey 45 at Port Byron 53. Eric Beardsley led Pompey, Fabius Pompey with 16 points, Tristan Taylor with 10. Port Byron was led by Cody Kurtz with 23 points, Matthew Marsden with 9 points, 12 rebounds. Faith Heritage, 78 at Lafayette, 84. Faith Heritage was led by Aiden Retzos with 50 points and 9 rebounds, and Shahad Sullivan with 13 points, 11 rebounds. Lafayette was led by Callan Morrell, 18 points, Ryan Zajac, 16 points, Mason Homer, 14 points, and Dylan Lyons, with 13 points, 21 rebounds. Jack Coffey with 12 points. St. Francis, 72 at Bishop Grimes, 70. A.J. Burnett led the Cobras with 21 points. Joe Wyke with 17 points. Ian Denton with 16 points. CNS, 48 at Bishop London, 64. Nick Falasco led uh, North Stars with 15 points. And Gerard Hills with 11. The Gaelic Knights were led by sharpshooter Grant Baker with 18 points. Michael Kegler with 15 points. And Monte Johnson with 11. On Tuesday, January 21st, Camden 61 at Phoenix 52. Cato Meridian 49 at Marcellus 77. Cato Meridian was led by big man Robbie Krieger with 14 points, followed by Marcus Ramakis with 10 points. Marcellus was led by Matthew Kershaw with 22 points and Luke Ignani with 15. Salve 53 at Chittenango 47. Salve Bearcats were led by Brock Bogosi with 14 points, Elijah Wright with 14 points, Will Evans with 11. Chittenango Bears were led by Bryce Bishop with 17 points. Syracuse Academy Science 51 at Christian Brothers Academy 55. Augustine Jusu 15 points and Marcus Pasha 13 points for SAS. And CBA was led by Dan Anderson with 24 West Hill, 53 points at Bishop London, 65. Zach Brown led West Hill with 18 points. James Kelly III with 15 points. Luke Gilmartin with 11 points. The Gaelic Knights were led by Monte Johnson with 23 points. Nazir Kinsey with 12 points. Evan Haberek with 12 points. Jaron Buford with 10. Wednesday, January 22nd. Christian Brothers Academy, 68 at Hannibal, 25. The brothers were led by Callan Kelly's 11 points, Dan Anderson's 11 points, and R.J. Romero's 10 points. The Warriors were led by Austin Calkins with 8. East Syracuse Manoa, 63 at PSLA at Fowler, 43. 
The Spartans were led by Nick Peterson's 13 points, Devin Moscato Buffalo, 12 points, Matt Burchell Wright, 11 points. The Falcons were led by Jalen Brantley's 20 points, and Hussein Musa's 16 points. Casanova 46 at Skinny Atlas 48. Alex Mosh led Casanova with 15 points and AJ Rothfeld with 12. Skinny Atlas was led by Nate Fouts with 16 points and Jake Wortley with 15 points. Stockbridge Valley 52 at Manlius Pebble Hill 66. Manlius Pebble Hill was led by game high scorer James Kelly with 30 points and Shantez Anderson with 14 points. Jordan Elbridge 52 at Onondaga 51. Dakota Holbrook, six foot six big man Dakota Holbrook, led the, the Eagles with 16 points, Alex Pond with 12, and Tyler Waldron with 11. Anadaga was led by Do It All Logan Nordman, 13 points, 12 assists, 8 rebounds, 4 steals. Nate Recor with 13 points, Nate Hull with 11, Messiah Bay with 10 points. Tully, 69, at Pulaski, 58. The, Knights, the Black Knights were led by Will Hardy's 23 points, Lane Edinger's 14 points, and Ryan Mize's 10 points. Modern Day Academy, 53 at Weedsport, 76. Joe Mariano, excuse me, Joe Mariani, 18 points for Modern Day, followed by Tom Halligan with 13 points, and Thaddeus Peterson with 13 points. Weedsport, led by their balance attack, was led by Aiden Mabbitt with 11, Josh O'Connor with 11 points, Mitch Fiaco with 10 points, and Tommy Slickler with 10 points. Port Byron, 26 at Faith Heritage, 57. The Panthers were led by Cody Kurtz's 9 points. Faith Heritage was led by sharpshooter junior Aiden Retzos with 25 points. And Shahad Sullivan with 21 points, 16 rebounds. Thursday, January 23rd, Oswego, 45 at Central Square, 69. Oswego was led by Garrett Bishaw, excuse me, Garrett Bishaw's 16 points, Brady Carson's 12 points, Keon Johnson with 10. Central Square was led by Brandon Kulikowski with 28 points. Holland Patton, 50 at Solvay, 72. Holland Patton was led by Dylan Ernst at 21 points and Michael Benedetto with 10 points. Solvay was led by Brock Bogosi with 22 points, Elijah Wright with 14 points, and Jamian, or excuse me, Jamin Bliss with 13 points. Indian River, 65. Institute of Technology Central, 67. ITC was led by point guard Edwin Seaton with 32, thir, excuse me, correction, 33 points. Ozzie Goodrich with 12 points. Terrell McLaughlin with 12 points. Hannibal 39 at Marcellus 61. The Warriors were led by Jack Smith, 15 points. Marcellus was led by Ryan Salmon, Salmon 13 points. Luke Ignani, 13 points. Friday, January 24th, Institute of Technology Central, 52 at Mexico Tigers, 55. Mexico Tigers got a game-winning bucket with eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. Buddy Ruby with a three to win the game. Modern Day Academy, 48. Jordan Elbridge, 59. The, e- the Eagles were led by big six-foot-six big man in the center, Dakota Holbrook, followed by Jeremy Maley with 14 points, and Alex Pons, 14 points. Casanova, 63 at Holland Patton, 75. Alex Mosh led the Lakers with 23 points. Ryan Romagnoli with 12 points. Holland Patton was led by Dylan Ernst, 32 points. Adam Jones, 14 points. And Michael Benedetto, 14 points. Fulton, 47 at Janesville DeWitt, 71. 
Anthony Bennett led the Red Raiders with 15 points. The Red Rams were led by Peyton Schumper with 23 points. Gunther Snor with 11 points. Trey Autry with 11 points. John Marshall Withers, 11 points. Shout out to Trey Autry with his uh, one-handed thunderous dunk that we uh, shared on all our social media platforms, the CNY Hoops Nation, on Twitter and on Instagram. APW, 53. Port Byron, 52. Onondaga, 51. At Weedsport, 67. Do it all, Logan Nordman, 18 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. Nate Hole, 14 points. Will Zarian Jones, 10 points for the Tigers. The Warriors were led their balance attack, was led by Josh O'Connor with 13 points, Mitch Fiocco with 11 points, Jake Brown with 11 points, and Aiden Mabbitt with 10. Fabius Pompey was supposed to play at Manlius Pebble Hill. That game was postponed due to a water main break and was rescheduled, I believe, for Monday, January 27th. Christian Brothers Academy, 84 at Watertown, 49. The Brothers were led by Colin Kelly's 18 points. Cam Harris is 15 points. Dan Anderson's 13 points. The Cyclones, led by Joel Davis, 16 points. And Ryan Peters, 15 points. Bishop Grimes Cobra, 65. At the Bishop London Gaelic Knights, 68. Cobras were led by big man Jack Gutchess with 27 points. Joe Wyke with 13 points. And A.J. Burnett with 13 points. The Gaelic Knights were led by Michael Kegler, 27 points, and Monty Johnson, 17 points, and Jaron Buford with 11. Saturday, January 25th, he had Community Health Academy at the Heights, 70 at West Hill, 83. The West Hill Warriors were led by Zach Brown with 22, James Kelly with 15, Sam Aversa with 15, Luke Gilmartin with 13. Horseheads, 37, Central Square, 49. Central Square was led by Brandon Kulikowski, 17 points, and Tim Giblin's 15. Lafayette, 71, at Pulaski, 70. That's our weekly roundup for this past week. Looks like uh, we had a, kind of a busy weekend, but with Martin Luther King Day, we, uh, we had a chance to uh, take a little backseat. Not as busy as the upcoming weeks as we kick in for sectionals here. Uh, coming down the home stretch, we got a couple weeks left. And it's going to be cranking out. A lot of games to be played and a lot of seeding to transfer positions uh, based on the outcomes of these upcoming games. It's going to be a fun end to the season. I'm really looking forward to it. And with that said, we're going to go over our standings. The SCAC Empire standings, which covers some of our bigger Oswego County teams. It's uh, ESM is in first place, 12-2, 9-1 in conference, 8-1 in division. Jamesville DeWitt, 9-4 overall, 7-2 in conference, 7-1 in division. Central Square, 10-4, 5-4, 5-3. Auburn, 9-5, PSLA at Fowler, 2-11, Moving on to the OHSO. The Liberty American Division, Mexico, 6-9, 6-7, 3-0 in West Hill, 7-5, 5-4, Institute of Technology Central, 5-8, 3-5, Chittenango, 3-12, 2-8, Homer, 6-5, 4-4, Phoenix, 1-13, 1-10, The Liberty Central, Bishop Ludden, 13-1, 6-0, 2-0. Bishop Grimes, 8-6, 5-1, 2-1. Christian Brothers Academy, 8-6, 3-1, 1-1. One one. 
and Syracuse Academy of Science, 6-6, six 3-3, and 0-3. Six, three and three, oh and the Liberty National, Salve, 12-3, 10-3, 5-1. and 11-3, 8-3, 2-1. Elbridge, 10-5, 7-4, 2-1.Casanovia, 11-5, Marcellus, 9-4, 9-3, 1-2.Hannibal, 3-9, 2-9, Altmar Parish Williamstown, excuse me, Altmar Parish Williamstown, 2-10, 2-9, 0-2. Patriot American, Onondaga, 11-3, 10-1, 4-0 in division. Lafayette, 9-6, 5-5, 3-2. Faith Heritage, 9-4, 6-4, 2 5 5-4, Fabius Pompey, 2-11, 0-10, Patriot National, Weedsport, 14-0, 9-0, Cato Meridian, 7-6, 7-5, Pulaski, 5-8, 4-8, 2-2. Manlius Pebble Hill, 5 and 7, 3 and 7, 1 and 3. And Port Byron, 1 and 12, 1 and 10, 0 oh and 4. Got a lot of our uh, our teams in our region um, have really pushed it out this year and, and cluttered it up a little bit as far as uh, standings go. For instance, the uh, Liberty National has what appears to be one of the most competitive. Divisions. You got Solvay at twelve and three, Skinny Atlas at eleven and three, Jordan Albert at ten and five, Casanova at eleven and five, Marcellus at nine and four. Six out of their eight teams. Excuse me, six out of their seven. Six five out of their seven, correction. Have all got winning records. It'll be interesting to see how that all starts to jarble up coming up with the uh, with sectionals approaching. So with this coming week, let's see. We got uh, Sunday the twenty sixth. We got Bishop London at Christian Brothers Academy. We got Omar Paris Williamstown at Hannibal. Homer at Salve. Fabius Pompey at Manlius Pebble Hill. Modern Day at Faith Heritage. That'll be Monday the twenty seventh. Moving on to Tuesday the twenty eighth. We have Central Square at Auburn, ES, East Syracuse Manoa at Fulton, PSLA at Fowler at Oswego, Casanova at Marcellus, Skinny Atlas at Jordan Elbridge, West Hill at Phoenix, JD, James L. DeWitt at Cortland, Cincinnati at Tully, Mexico at Chittenango, Syracuse Academy of Science at Institute of Technology Central. Wednesday, the 23rd. We got Derider at Faith Heritage, Wheatsport at Cato Meridian, Pulaski at Manlius Pebble Hill, Tully at Fabius Pompey, Bishop Grimes travels to Meat Kill at Christian. Moving on to uh, Thursday. Thursday, we got Homer at Institute of Technology Central, West Hill at Mexico. That looks like it for Thursday. Moving on to Friday, the 31st. Got a load of games today. This is going to be a busy, busy day this week for high school hoops. We got Bishop London at Skinny Atlas. Cortland at Auburn. Fulton at Central Square. East Syracuse Manoa at Oswego. South Jefferson at Holland Patton. Jordan Elbridge at Bishop Grimes. Phoenix at Salve. Water, Watertown at Camden. 
James L. DeWitt at PSLA at Fowler, Syracuse Academy of Science at Casanova, Hannibal at Chittenango, Pulaski at Port Byron, Manlius Pebble Hill at Fabius Pompey, Onondaga at Faith Heritage, Tully at Ariscany, Christian Brothers Academy at Marcellus to round out our Friday night. As for Saturday, we have a couple games. That'll be uh, February 1st already. Doesn't seem like time is cruising. If I get this technology to work here, I had it right in front of me. Okay, Saturday we have PSLA at Fowler at Whitesboro, Wheatsport at Salve. Those are the only two teams in uh, that we cover in our region for uh, Saturday. We've got a pretty full slate. We got some uh, big games coming up. Um, I believe this week we're going to go with a game of the week. It's going to be out of Cato Meridian. It's going to be the Cato Meridian Blue Devils will be hosting the Wheatsport Warriors, currently ranked number seven in New York State until this weekend's rankings come out after beating number twelve on Adaga Central. It's a neighborhood rivalry, and I'm excited to see it. I got a chance to take in the Wheatsport Warriors at Wheatsport as they played on Adaga. It was a fun game. Wheatsport is definitely all they're advertised to be. They got size, length, athleticism. They got some bigs in there, and they bang. They play hard. They hustle, and they got a lot of interchangeable pieces. Onondaga has a couple guards. Their bench isn't as deep, but they uh, they have a big guy who plays two big guys who play really well, play hard. The game was a hard-fought game, real sloppy to start, but the. Um, Rested away, it was a very fun high school game. Um, Wheatsport actually used like a 9-0 run. I believe it was in the third quarter to separate themselves. It was like four to six points throughout the whole game, and I believe it was one or two at halftime. And um, But they used that 9-0 run to separate themselves and pull away, and then obviously uh, following, Onondaga following in the fourth quarter extended that score. Um, that game was a lot closer than the score showed. And it was fun to watch. Good, clean game, both sides. Kids just competing, playing hard. So it'll be interesting to see the the Weedsport stay hot and see how they play against uh, a rivalry, you know, 13-0 and uh, at Cato Meridian. And then Onondaga's got a big game on Friday night. They got a rematch against Faith Heritage, who they beat earlier in the year by, I believe it was, 3 points, 62-59. So that'll be a good matchup too. So it's a it's a busy week ahead. CNY Hoops fans, we have a live interview on the phone from Aiden Retzos of Faith Heritage. He was nominated this week's Hoops Nation Player of the Week. Aiden, welcome. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Aiden, you've had a pretty busy year already. Obviously, um, some milestones. You hit your thousandth point last week. That's correct. Yes, sir. Okay, well, tell me about that a little bit. That's a big milestone. That uh, is a great accomplishment at any level. Yeah, well, I knew going into the game that I needed to get above thirty for us to even really have a chance of winning. And I ended up hitting it in uh, I think the fourth quarter. 
ended up with about 35 points, and it was honestly just such a great feeling. I was, I've been dreaming of hitting that 1,000 point for a while now, and it was just amazing finally hitting that. Yeah, I can imagine I, uh, as a junior as well. Yes. So you still got the rest of this year's sectionals and all of next year to add to that total. That's uh, that's exciting to see. Um, what what do you think helps helped you reach that plateau? Like what drives you and anyone individually that's influenced you to help you to get to that level? Well, uh, mainly my dad has been working with me ever since I was really young to get better, and he knew I was going to be a good basketball player, so. It really influenced me to just be the best player I could be. Absolutely. So, with that said, you are this year so far you're averaging 31 points per game, and this past week you uh, played a tough Lafayette team at Lafayette, and you dropped 50 points in a 32 minute game. That's pretty impressive. What was that like? Uh, I was just really high. I had like I think five straight threes in a row in the third quarter. I was really just feeling it. Yeah. That'll drive a opposing coach nuts, huh? Yeah, Coach uh, Jerry at Lafayette. We have a pretty good relationship. Came up to me after the game and said nobody's ever had that much on them before. Well, that's a pretty big accomplishment. You know, that's that league has been full of talent for years, so that's that puts you in a, an elite class, you know? Yeah, it felt great. Even though we lost, I would rather have you know, 20 with a win, uh, 50 with a loss, but yeah. I mean, do what I had to do. Yeah, amen to that. And uh, it was, what, 84-78 or something? It was a six-point game or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 78 or 79 or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, that was, uh, I was looking through the box score, and I was like, wow, that had to be, uh, that had to be intense. That was in Lafayette, right? Yeah, it was. How was the crowd? Uh, I mean, believe it or not, the crowd for Lafayette wasn't as big as you would think. I mean, they were the underdogs going into the game and stuff like that. So, I mean, the crowd wasn't the biggest, but it was it was real loud in there. I'll tell you that. The last minute of the game before overtime, super loud in there. So the, uh, the ones that were in attendance got to see something special. It's not every day you get to see a player score 50 points in a high school game. So, looking ahead here, uh, you got a pretty busy week coming up. Looks like Monday you got Modern Day Academy, and then the 29th you got uh, Derider, who currently would be sitting approximately in first place in the Class Ds. And then you come back with Onondaga on the 31st and try to avenge a 62-59 three-point loss to them early in the season. Tell me a little bit about the week coming up and how you're feeling about it. Well, as a player, I mean, I know what I have to do. Lead my team the best way I can to get three wins next week. But as a team, we're really just trying to work hard and get better every practice just to be prepared for the tough schedule coming up. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, win those three games, that puts you in a really nice-looking spot moving forward into the following weekend as we approach sectionals here a little bit closer. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and seeing Derider would be a is kind of a nice matchup. You know, before sectionals, because you hate to see a team like that on the road in sectionals. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, 
the Wednesday game is probably the biggest game of the year for our seeding. Yep. Going against the number one seed, and we're top five. Yep. So getting a win on both of them would just be great for us, honestly. Yeah, so talking about that a little bit, there's a website out there that they uh, they predict like the seeding standings based on the points as of right now if the season ended. You guys are tied currently with fifth, so fifth or sixth would be a uh, coin toss there. Um, that would mean, what, a home sectional game for you guys, correct? Um, yes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, what what would that mean for the program and all your guys' hard work to bring a sectional game home before you have to take the road? It'd be great, honestly. We haven't had a year like this in quite a long time, ever since state championship team in 2002 so having a home sectional game would be would be amazing put a lot of hard work here with my team and i think we deserve it yeah absolutely all the hard work starting to pay off it's pretty cool so a couple questions for you that i always like to uh cue in to involve some of the audience stuff is uh you know, who's the toughest player that you have ever played against, whether it was this year in high school, in travel ball, or your freshman year? Uh, if you have a couple of them, that's fine as well. So, in, I'd say for high school, the toughest player I've played against ever since my freshman year, probably... They were probably, honestly, both from MPH. Uh, last year, Kendale, he was averaging like 25 and 10 for MPH. And then this year, you got James Kelly, who's in, uh, who's on the MPH as well, having a great season. So I stay in the league, probably those two. Okay, and both both played one place point guard and Kendall. He kind of played yeah. point guard as well last year, right? Yeah, Kendall had to play a little bit of everything for MPH last year. So I'd say he probably played small forward, but had to run the point sometimes. Okay, just out of pure need. Yeah, for sure. Okay, now did you have to guard those either one of those guys or both of them? Uh, yes, Kendall. We had. Uh, well, last year we had a little bit more size on our team, so we'd switch around, but I've had to guard both. I guard, well, this year was a little different. I just, I was on James the whole game. And how does that impact your game? Because obviously you're still putting up the points. Your conditioning must be uh, right on point with that when you're tasked with guarding the best player on the other team as well as carrying the scoring load for your team. I mean, I love it, honestly, man. Love playing defense, on ball defense. I, you know, giving the def- a tough defensive stop really just ignites everything for the team, for the offensive end. It's just getting the best player on the other team as well as producing the points that I need for a win. Yeah. Really, it's just, it's just, can't get much better than that, honestly. Yeah, it's it. high school basketball is finest, right? And at the same token, they got to guard you on the other end. Yeah, for sure. I love the ma- I love tough matchups. Those matchups are fun. It's playing, and for the crowd too. Yeah, seeing two players go at it. It brings the best out of both of you, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. 
So with that said, we got the toughest two players you feel you've played against so far in your career. What's the toughest place or places to play? This place is a place to play. Honestly, on a dog away is always a tough spot to play. They're all, their crowd's always into it, so I'd probably say Onondaga. That's our rivals right there. Okay, that was my next question. Who do you consider your biggest rival that's Onondaga? Yeah, definitely. I'd definitely say Onondaga for sure. We have a huge rematch coming this Friday. It's going to be packed at our gym. So we're doing a whiteout, you know. So it's going to be – Friday's going to be – so fun game to watch, but that's definitely our rivals. We always have close games with them. Always fun games to watch, and the crowds get into it. So, and that's like neighborhood rivalry, right? You guys are basically right down yeah, the right hill up, from them, right? Yeah. yeah, right down the road. Yeah. And and both teams have been really competitive in yeah, the last sure. few years, so uh, that helps. Yeah, they they uh, we they were our first loss this year. They made us five and one. And we're just really looking forward to getting that rematch Friday. Yeah, and it was only a three-point loss. Can you tell me a little bit about that game? Uh, I mean, it was always close. It was close the whole game. I remember that in the fourth, I think I cut it down to like one. I think it was 52 to 51. Had a spin move and then a layup. And then... We got a tough call at the other end, and then they got free throws. I mean, there was a lot of times in the game where we would score, and then there was just a foul call that would just change the whole momentum of the game. Stuff, not taking anything away from Onondaga, but, I mean, some of those calls did take away some momentum from us. I think they could have changed the game if those calls weren't made, but... It was just, it was an intense game all the way around. And that's all you can ask for, and especially a rivalry game, you know it's going to be bringing the heat the whole time, you know. You, you, yeah. you hope the two teams get to settle it on the court, you know. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, what, uh, with, with that said, I mean, your team goals for the rest of the year, obviously, are to win out, get the highest seed you can, and make a run, you know. Um, yeah, for sure. How about like a personal goal? What's what's your personal goal? Personal goals to uh, drive you through the rest of this year, and like, what are you trying to accomplish as a team and as yourself as a whole? Well, as a team, I'm definitely saying a sectional title. I think we could really pull it off this year. Uh, and as an individual, I say just to keep getting better. Honestly, you know. And gonna try and get as many wins as possible with my team, and yeah, I mean, try to win the Player of the Year for our class again, and then uh, next year maybe try and hit that uh, two thousand point goal. Yeah, that's a that's a big feat. But uh, you know, one thing that's really given me a, a liking to your game is that you're consistent. Um, last year, same as well. And when I went to take in the Cato game because I wanted to see you play, and I knew you could shoot the ball, 
And uh, I was impressed at how much you uh, went to the basket. You know, usually you see a lot of these guys that are putting up a lot of points that are labeled as like shooters is that they're mostly catch and shoot guys. But you can handle it. You look for your teammates and you get to the rim. And I think that shows a lot in the stats this year as far as not your scoring total points per game because it's very similar to last year, but you have what is it 60 something threes this year and you finished last year with like 88 i believe it was in lead section three i believe and that just shows like how versatile you can be with your game that you're still scoring the same amount and you're just doing it in different ways it makes it a tougher to defend it gives coaches uh, another aspect to look at when they're trying to game plan against you yeah that is uh yeah these teams try to they put uh a lot of effort in trying to hold me under my average but I worked a lot on being more versatile on the court and I drive way more than anybody would expect from me because last year uh, I was more on the wing catch and shoot kind of guy but this year if you uh, look at my stats I have a lot more two point field goals and threes and uh, yeah I just love getting to the rim Opens a lot. I can get out of my, uh, my shooters, dip it down to my big man. Foul calls. It's just a lot, a lot about my game that I love. Yeah. Driving to the rim. And well, I have my three point shot to back that up if needed. So. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that, that states a little bit. Anyone who's watched your team play or has followed along in the league, they know that you really don't have the big guys you had last year. So last year it was kind of easy for you to play out of the wing, right? Now this year you've kind of taken on that role for my team to get where we got to go. I need to do this, and I'm going to I'm gonna show you what I can do it. Yeah, for sure. Last year we had, I'd say we'd have we had more like individual skill last year. I think I played the two – or I was just on the wing a lot. We had two other players that kind of ran point, and then we had some pretty big guys down low, so my role was a little different. But this year, having all of them gone and me running point guard, I uh, I need to really run the offense and do as much as I can this year. I'm rebounding a lot more than I have. Uh, this year, I just really had to adjust to doing more for my team and that's spoken in the words of a true leader and that's what it takes to uh, elevate everybody to the next level I think playing with somebody of your caliber with some of the guys on your team it helps them elevate theirs as well yeah I'm always trying to get my teammates better they're in practice if they're doing something wrong try to try to help them out and teach them the best way possible because at the end of the day it's really not all about like you and stuff so getting my teammates better and making this us a better team in general is something that I really like to do and really want to keep doing for the rest of my uh, school career. Yeah, that's awesome. I do appreciate you coming on and having a chat with us, Aiden, other than you uh, breaking some uh, scoring records and looking forward to breaking more. Uh, and setting those personal accomplishments. You uh, are the first ever uh, interviewee or player of the week of the CNY Hoops Nation podcast, so uh, that legacy will be on the airways forever. And uh, I thank you for coming on. And before I let you go and get on with your day, and I appreciate you taking your time out. Uh, you got any shout-outs you want to hit anybody with? 
Uh, just shout out my family and uh, my teammates. They really mean a lot to me. And thank you for having me on the show. It means a lot. I'm your first ever player of the week. And I'll take pride in that. Thank you. You're welcome. More than welcome. And I'm sure uh, fans will be hearing a lot more from Aiden and definitely getting out to see, uh, hoping to get a couple of live audio games in with him. And eventually we'll be live streaming video as well. So you'll be able to see what we've all been talking about yourself if you haven't seen him play yet. Again, Aiden, I appreciate your time. Thank you, and we'll speak with you soon. All right, thank you for having me. Good luck to Aiden and the rest of his uh, Faith Heritage Saints teammates and coaches as they uh, finish their journey to reach their goal as a sectional championship team. Moving on, we'll uh, introduce to you the uh, first ever CNY Hoops Nation podcast on fingerlakes1.com's power rankings. Number 10, Jordan Elbridge, 10 and 5. Number 9, Oneida, excuse me, Onondaga, 11 and 3. Number 8, West Hill at 7 and 5. Number 7, Casanova at 11 and 5. Number 6, Skinny Atlas at 11 and 3. Number 5, Salve at 12 and 3. Number 4, Weedsport, 13 and 0. Number 3 is Bishop Grimes at 8 and 4. Number two, Jamesville DeWitt, nine and four. And the first ever number one team on our Hoops Nation FingerLakes1.com power ranking, the Bishop Ludden Gaelic Knights. I think we can take a look at these power rankings and any of these ten teams. If you put any one of these teams against each other, that'd be fun to watch. I think that's what's really neat about the the leagues that we're covering. Is there's a lot of parity. And um, it looks like majority, I, w- I won't say majority, but it looks like the Liberty National has one, two, three, four, five teams in, excuse me, four teams in that kind of dominate with Jordan Elbridge, Casanova, Skinny Atlas, and Solve. That's going to be a tight race down the down the stretch here into sectionals. That'll be fun to see, too. Um, Patriot National has one. Patriot American has one. The Liberty American has one. Liberty Central's got two. So it'll be uh, a fun ride the rest of the year. And look forward to uh, finishing out the week strong and catching up with all our fans here next week after a week full of action. We got a full slate coming up. Um, Look forward to uh, seeing us. We'll be live tweeting some games from the game of the week this year if we're not live audio podcasting. Um, a live stream correction, not a podcast, but it'll be a live stream audio game. We're trying to make that happen, and when that info comes out, I'll uh, make sure we blast it on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at CNY underscore Hoops Nation. You can follow us on Snapchat at CNY Hoops Nation. You can follow us on Twitter at CNY Hoops Nation, and you can like our page on, or excuse me, you can like our page on Facebook at CNY Hoops Nation. Again, I'm Coach Will, and this is our conclusion of our podcast for this week. We look forward to uh, bringing some more action to you next week, and thank you for listening as we continue to grow as a podcast and learn. Feel free to share our information, share everything out there. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out via email at cnyhoopsnation at gmail.com.
once again, Coach Will with the CNY Hoops Nation podcast on figurelakes1.com. Have a great week. Work hard, play hard. Time.